Reading the Play is Australia's favourite source of NRL and horse racing tips. Our professional analysts provide the sporting enthusiasts with the best of the best. Get the best professional tips and previews from our tipsters direct to your phone. Readingtheplay.com. Righto, Jared, you better take us to the NFL this week, please. Well, there's plenty happening, Jimmy. I mean, if we go back through last weekend, the Cowboys, gee, they, they just keep uh, lifting the bar a little and uh, and revving up uh, a, a very impressive win over the Eagles. And, I, and you know, D- Dak Prescott has been mentioned all around uh, MVP and certainly he was at his best last weekend. And I just wonder whether over the last couple of weeks we've just started to see the Eagles maybe get a little found out. Uh, the 49ers and the Cowboys both now on the NFC side at 10-3. and three. Very interesting run home over the next couple of weeks. I still think that the uh, the 49ers end up with the number one seed. The Lions sit there, I think, in default at number three. I think over the next couple of weeks they might be in a little bit of trouble of holding that. Uh, we go to the Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs fell to the Bills, as we touched on a moment ago. I must say I was incredibly disappointed with um, the reaction and carry on by Mahomes and to a lesser degree by Andy Reid uh, post that game. Um, and interesting, we, we've been talking over the last couple of weeks, uh, Jimmy and Tristan, about the issues that Mahomes has with his receivers. And a key stat came out of last weekend. He's had 30 drops by his receivers season to date, uh, which has cost them probably three wins, I would suggest, at least. Yeah. Uh, they went through a period there of three weeks in a row, a row where they couldn't pick up points in the second half. Uh, we compare that to the 49ers, who have only had five receiver drops, and there is a big difference. Lo and behold, what happened last Monday was absolutely staggering. We had a, a, a double header for Monday Night Football in the US. We had the Tommy DeVito lamb couplets bring it home for the New York Giants. That was just staggering to watch and to see his manager in the crowd with uh, his, his parents and family. Uh, and the Titans come from 14 down with about three and a half minutes to go to get back over those downhill skiers, the Miami Dolphins, uh, that was an absolutely classic finish. So, yes, a lot going on, a lot going on. So did you hear the one about the the um, his manager? So he became an overnight celebrity, right, because um, he was kiss, kissed his dad during the course of the game. Um, Sean Stellato is his name. He's been around for, for a long time, and he's just – he's straight out of central casting, right, He's going to be inducted into the Italian-American Sports Hall of Fame in Chicago on Friday. So his timing on this one is absolutely perfect. And you can't help but think there's a little bit of showman in us all, right? But there's a fair bit of showman in Sean Stellato. So uh, it's a great yarn. Third string quarterback comes in and, and gets it done. And a name like Tommy DeVito just just lends itself to him being well, well, a popular uh, He's getting paid 412000 US for uh, being the third string quarterback. It still lives at home. His mum makes his bed every morning. His mum cooks him uh, breakfast, lunch and dinner. His favourite meal clearly is the lamb cutlets, which is where the nickname comes from. And I don't know if you saw the video highlights of the, the family's tailgate party outside the stadium leading into the game last weekend. It was just amazing. I mean, it, it, they literally could have catered for half the stadium crowd. They had that much food and people there. Yes, quite a story. Who are the two form teams in this? Uh, are they both in the NFC and they're the 49ers and the Cowboys, Jared? 
I think so, Jimmy. I, I do think that the Ravens probably end up with the top seed in the AFC, and I think if they end up with that um, week off and then a home uh, a home run, they're going to be very hard to come through on that side. Um, you know, I, I just can't see that the Chiefs end up coming through and threatening them. Uh, I certainly don't think that the, the Dolphins, with some of the defensive issues and injuries that they have at the present moment, uh, really are, uh, are also going to threaten. And you're right, I think the, the two form teams on the other side are clearly the 49ers, and the big question mark is the Cowboys under some pressure, but certainly their form through strong at the present moment. Yeah, I, I think we'll get a bit of an indication of where those two teams sit um, after the game between Buffalo and Dallas, because Buffalo you know, lost a couple of really tight games and then they've really uh, under pressure. They've found some good form over the last fortnight. And, and Dallas, as we know, they've had some question marks over themselves in in big games and whether they were flat track bullies, but they, they've really stood up and they 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 were pretty clinical against Philly there uh, in, in the weekend just gone. And even with the, you know, the, 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 the turnover touchdown, it looked like Philly might have got back into the game, but they steadied quite well. So Dallas do have a tough run home. Um, so I, I think we'll have a better idea of where both those two teams sit after this. The market at the moment sees the 49ers at three fifty, dollars uh, Baltimore at $6, Philly at 7 Kansas at 8 Dallas Cowboys at eight fifty, Miami at 9 then Buffalo on that charge are $18, Detroit 22 Jacksonville 26 and then the all-important Minnesota-Denver situation where Minnesota have leapfrogged Denver in the uh, market on the back of that really impressive defensive effort, they're $85 and Denver's 95 Well, they've both come in. They were both 101, weren't they, last week? So they were. They were. So they it, tumbled in. Tumbled in. <laughs> they should have blown out to about 150s, I think. But anyway, that's another little argument. You're right about that uh, matchup this weekend with the Bills and the Cowboys. Very interesting. I mean, the Bills need to keep winning. They they have had some results in the last couple of weeks, in particular last weekend, go their way, that if they can win, they may well be a little sneaky chance of ending up in the AFC. Uh, very interesting what might unfold there. Mm. All right. Where are you taking us this week, Jared? Jimmy, let's go with that team that were very good to me last week, the Chicago Bears. I thought the plus three just looked too big against the Browns. Um, might be some nasty weather in that game. Um, and, you know, the Browns you know, clearly have been very good on the back of uh, their um, form over the last couple of weeks. But a nice little matchup. And I think that um, defensively this will be very tight. Both teams have been very strong there. But um, I'm with Fields to uh, continue his good form of last week. So... Chicago Bears plus three dollar ninety five. I'll make that my best this week. Mm. T hasn't it been funny how Joe Flacco's come out of off off the couch to lead the Cleveland Browns around? It'll be interesting now how he goes uh, against a team that in Chicago that are playing pretty well and obviously got that good defense. I've been tossing up a couple of games in this. I, I'm I'm really excited for the Dallas Buffalo game. As I said, I I think that will give us an indication where both of those teams sit. I'll probably lean towards Buff, uh, sorry, Dallas in that game, but I'm going to take probably the easy option here. Um, I'm going to go Kansas minus eight and a half. I just think the Ooh. Patriots are, are dead ducks at the moment. And I think uh, I, I agree with everything that Jared said. I, I'm not certain Kansas are going to uh, feature at the end of the season, but I get the feeling this might be a, a bounce back game where they look to beat up on the, uh, on the Patriots. So minus eight and a half at a dollar 94 for me, the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, all right, so uh, I'm looking at the Miami Dolphins. They're at $1.21, but minus nine and a half at home against the New York Jets. I'd be a little concerned around Tyreek Hill. So as a result of that, uh, Denver Broncos up against the Detroit Lions. That's interesting at the plus four and a half as well. But I'm going to take you to 
The Pittsburgh Steelers travelling to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. I'm going to go for the... And I know it let me down last week. But the over 42. Over 42 is the line there. Uh, and that is $1.81. So the over, the favour way. The under at $1.96. But they are giving up points left, right and centre in Indianapolis. So there's mine. Uh, over 42. No. And just on that, we've actually got, uh, just looking at the schedule, we've got three games on Sunday Australian time, all back to back to back. The Vikings-Bengals at 5am, Pittsburgh Colts at uh, 8.30, and then Denver-Detroit at 12.15. So that sort of breaks up the weekend. It gives us a bit more primetime football, which will be good to see over the uh, the festive season. Well, Jimmy, I have to take you on. I've got to have a lunch bet with you on that. I'll, I'm happy to sweat the unders. Okay. You sweat the unders. Uh, just what I wanted to do. Didn't talk about that in your pre-podcast meeting, did you? Yeah, just lured you in with that one. Lunch bed. Well, we, we haven't got to the uh, the all-important uh, Broncos-Lions uh, game yet either, uh, Jimmy. Well, you, I did. You... I mentioned it. Yeah. I, I'm actually, absolutely going to go with uh, Jared on the uh, the unders as well in the Pittsburgh-Indianapolis game. So we could have a new leader uh, after this weekend, I reckon, depending on how Jimmy's arm gets twisted in the Denver-Detroit situation. Lunch bet versus Jared. I'll float a Merlehan out the back there as well too. Okay, so just making a note on that one. Uh, so, so what do you want to do with this with uh, Denver and Detroit? Well, are you two playing, Tristan? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 The last thing I want to do is side with Jimmy on Denver, and I'm a little bit concerned about Detroit's form. I certainly don't. uh, Actually, how about we go this way? Oh, here we go. Oh, look, you know what? I love old lemonade sandwich Merlihan there when he goes, oh, oh. And then, then, so in the meeting at 7 o'clock, Jared would have said, and then I'll say this. And then you come in over the top with this. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was 7.15 this morning, Jimmy. It was, uh, we were a bit, bit sluggish to get it all sorted. But what, um, Chris what, has what, just created an extra 30 seconds to come up with the top sport angle play here. Oh, the betting options are unbelievable that he comes up with mid-podcast. Now you, you've been harping on, uh, let's see how solid you are, Jimmy, because you've been harping on how strong defensively Denver are. W- would you be interested in taking the unders on the, on the, uh, the Denver-Detroit uh, again. No, because unders is only a reflection of how each one's attack and defence. So if you talk, you want to talk me into a defence, no, come on, bro, let's go. I'm going Denver plus four and a half. What do you got? Oh, I'll, I'll stick solid with, uh, with my <laughs> man. I'm going Denver plus 4.5 v Detroit. And that's a lunch bet v Tristan. Um, what are you doing, Condon? No, I'm just watching that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. That makes me feel good, Tristan. How does that, that make you feel? Eh? <laughs> that was that was quite expected. No, 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 no. Listen, if we if we can get another three off Jimmy this weekend, we're all cooking. Well, how, how, how do you see the Cincinnati uh, Minnesota game, Jimmy? Uh, just just there's going to be a phone call. There's always the seven fifteen phone call before there'll be a phone call after the podcast and say why did you come with me why did you come with me <laughs> I, I, I can imagine that so what now what are we looking at yeah, i know you you enjoy betting on the overs in in these sort of games but how, how would you like to take the over 39 and a half in the minnesota cincinnati game no i'm i'm, I'm fine thanks very much <laughs> right. i'm i'm invested enough 
as it were. You, you, you don't want to oppose the Vikings, Jimmy? No. No, no. Opposing them is not overs and unders. Is that a wooden chair with splinters that you're sitting on? Oh, hang on. <laughs> I, I am up every other time and then you finally, finally I'm pulling one up and you, you bloody... Yeah. You, 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 did reference, uh, you did reference Nathan Lyon there a few minutes earlier. I do see a bit of Nathan Lyon-esque qualities. You sitting there in the locker room as a night watchman scared to come out to, to, to take on the, uh, the, the new ball. I'll tell you what I did. I walked in and I said to Pat Cummins, I'm batting today. That's what I said. Right. So three lunch beds. Oh, Merlihan. Oh, markets on the run, Merlihan, they call it. <laughs> That's what they call it. All right, so there, we lock, we're locked and loaded for week 15 of the NFL? We are. All right, okay. 